Good morning, contrarians. It is Monday morning, May 9th, about 5 a.m. or so on the East Coast, which makes it about 10 a.m. or so in Porto, Portugal, in the noisy hotel room. May get interrupted by street sounds, but bear with me. So stock futures are once again pointing to a lower open here. We have tech stocks seeing the worst of it at this hour. The NASDAQ is already down 1.6%. NASDAQ, uh, S&P 500 futures off about 1.4%. Dow futures down a little less. This is about as bad as it's gotten in the overnight. I've been mo- monitoring this pretty closely, seeing how I'm five hours ahead of you. So bonds are continuing to sell off as well here. The yield on the 10-year is up five basis points to 3.18%. Two-year yield up two basis points to 2.72%. Yields move inversely to prices. These are fresh multi-year highs for both of these yields. So bonds and stocks selling off at the same time here, continuing what was happening on Thursday and Friday. Commodities are mixed. WTI crude is um, not really changed all that much, but it's worth noting that copper is down 3% this morning. And this is the metal that is perhaps most closely tied to economic expansion. Construction materials take a lot of copper. And so that's why this has kind of been seen as a bellwether for economic expansion, um, especially in emerging markets, but also in the West. And so with copper down 3%, this could tell us something about the uh, state of the economy. More on that in the bottom line. But other industrial metals, zinc, nickel, and your favorite aluminium are all down multiple percent as well. Cryptos, unsurprisingly, continuing to sell off. Bitcoin is down over 3% to trade around 33500 So much for cryptos being a bear market hedge or a hedge of inflation or anything else. But hopefully you already knew that. Today is a pretty quiet day. There isn't all that much going on. We do have a couple of earnings to tell you about. Duke Energy, Cody, Palantir, those are before the open, Tyson Foods during market hours, and Simon Property Group after the close. Those are the highlights, at least from what I could tell. Economic data, even less going on there. Wholesale trade at 10 o'clock, along with uh, CB employment trends, loan officer survey, officer survey at 2 None of these data points have any economist estimates, so that just tells you how unimportant they are. The bottom line. Well, last week was rough. No question about that. Some pretty dramatic selling on Thursday and Friday. S&P and Dow now moving closer to bear market territory, where the NASDAQ, of course, already finds itself. Bear market's defined as 20% from the peak. NASDAQ's been there for a long time, several months, I think. The question now is pretty much not when, not if, but when these other indexes join it. Um, so, And without much on the calendar today, it looks like there will be a lot of time to pontificate this state of affairs. Speaking of the calendar, it's worth pointing out that, t- that today, May 9th, is Victory Day in Russia when they celebrate their victory over Nazi Germany, which was not only theirs, but whatever. I'm not going to get into history here. But this has brought a whole new set of doomsday predictions from a bunch of people about what uh, Putin could do here as far as bombardments or who knows what else, conscription. I don't know. Uh, a lot of talk there. 
And normally I would make fun of all the doomers, but I did that back in January and February when they were all predicting a Russian invasion of Ukraine. And we all know how that turned out. So it's maybe none of us should be mocking anybody when it comes to doom and gloom reports out of that part of the world. So, of course, the question is, as a contrarian, could this all be a buying opportunity? And and from some perspective, of course, it could, um, depending on on the stocks, although I was looking and none of these appear, at least none of my holdings, look to be particularly cheap right now, other than the tech stocks that have been absolutely bludgeoned, which I now wish I'd never bought, but that's another story. But the point is that the economic data doesn't really indicate, at least in the U.S., the economic data doesn't really indicate much in the way of a slowdown quite yet. However, it's worth pointing out that one could have made this statement pretty much at the start of every bear market. In fact, if I look back, maybe not 2008, but in the early 2000s, one certainly could have made that statement um, as well, and probably in the in the 90s too. So there is that, and at certain at a certain point, none of that really matters because the selling takes on a life of its own, and the yeah, once you have risk assets sell off dramatically, it just removes a certain wealth effect. And it doesn't matter then what the economic data say because people pull back on their spending and then you have a recession whether you want one or not and regardless of what may or may not be in the economic data. So the question now is, are we at that turning point? Have we already passed it? I think the copper could be significant. So I will be watching that today. But who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows what's going to happen. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. There's my cue to shut up. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye. Oh, wait. Speaking of tomorrow, there is a good chance that there will not be a podcast or even a briefing tomorrow morning because I have an early flight. So I'm just not sure how it's going to work out with the time zones. So they may tomorrow may be the rare time that we miss this briefing. Uh, apologies in advance. I'll do what I can to get one out, but I just can't promise anything at this juncture. So hopefully it'll be all be all right. That's it. Thanks for listening again, and I'll speak to you either tomorrow or Thursday, Wednesday. Bye.